BNT Talk College Sports. All right, welcome to BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host, T. I'm here with B. What's up, B? How you doing? Good. How are we doing? We're doing pretty, pretty well here today. I uh, exercised for the first time in a bit, and I'm completely dead. Ran a few miles, so I am proud of myself, but my body will take a beating, that's for sure. Um, and I probably won't do that for <laughs> quite a bit, so... Um, I also went like three in the afternoon in the heat of the day. So yeah, it's probably not. We could. Point. It was cool this morning, so you should have done that. I should. I should do a lot of things differently. But here we are. I always. It always seems I learned the hard way, but that's all right. But we're here by our um, by our good buddy and fellow roommate and fellow supporter of the podcast. We're here with Kay. Kendrick, hey, how's it going? We are so good. We, Kendrick's a big sports guy, so he's really happy to be here today. Big, so. big sports analyst for sure. Big sports <laughs> analyst. He's not even a sports guy. Oh, he's an good. analyst. Dude. We we do like that. Um, we just wanted to we just wanted to have just a couple minutes with Kendrick here. Uh, Kendrick went to his first college football game um, as a BYU student. Um, sat in the student section and uh, BYU. Actually, they had a pretty decent game, won 41-16 against Southern Utah, so kind of an expected win, but I think after the week prior performance, when it was only 14-0, uh, I think some of those BYU fans were a little concerned, but uh, but no, we just want to, as a sports podcast, we want to reach all kinds of people. So, Kendrick, tell us about your first experience at, uh, at Lavelle Ward Stadium. Yeah, pretty pretty good. Overall, really good experience. Of course, I sat in the student section with other students, mm-hmm. so that's always fun. Uh, Energy is usually pretty high with all the other students around. Um, at the start of the game, we had like we were asking the, the kids around us like what their score predictions were, and after last week's game, I was like, or the previous week's game, I was like, oh, maybe like twenty one to six or something. I yeah. thought it was going to be really low. So it, it's, it was obvious that BYU was going to win. I think it was obvious to most people that they were going to win. Um, but by as much as they did, it was kind of a surprise. And it's always fun to win. So even if it's not a big competition, it's always fun to see your team win and, and be successful. That was, that was so eloquent. Well said. That was just so well said, Kendrick. But what was your favorite aspect of being in the student section, apart from, like you said, seeing your team win in BYU? Yeah, um, well, every, every uh, I guess every team and every fan section has their own set of rituals and things. So it was kind of new for me to get accustomed to what those were and, and clapping at the right time and putting my hands up at the right time. Um, <laughs> that was fun. But also enjoyed doing the wave. Kind of cool to see that go all the way around the stadium. It's really impressed. It only took like three tries, and then we made it all the way around. So yeah, good wow. good team effort. We're really proud of our, our rock section. Yeah, that's For Kendrick, sure. Kendrick well, Davis. Said, ladies said, and huh? Said I have nothing to I, add. I, oh yeah, Ben was also present. No, no wait, Ben. Yeah, sorry, Ben. He was there the week before. As no, well. it's still like just based um, off what I saw. Like I don't know. Just well said, all of it. Yeah. I don't have to be there to think it's well said. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I feel like I was at the game. Yeah. I felt like I was there at the game. So. I was there now. So, uh, Kendrick, and then right before we uh, let you go here, um, BYU plays a much better team this week in Arkansas. Um, 
what are your predictions there? If whether or not, how much doesn't we don't care how much you know about Arkansas, but just give us give us a score prediction. Just give us like kind of your two cents, what your gut feeling maybe. Yeah, I I literally know nothing about Arkansas. I th- wait, they're the Razorbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know I know something. I have no. They, they, they're you know how like I'm assuming they're part of the SEC. Yeah. So there's they, two things I know. Um, yeah. they, their fans and their like their kind of ritual. They say woo pig, woo pig, woo pig. Okay. So you might see a fellow BYU fan and go hey go Cougs or Sco Cougs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Arkansas does woo pig. Yeah. So that's there you unique. go. Three things. Three that's, things. That's three things I know. You know, is it like woo pig suey or something like? I that? I think so. They like add something. I like that. I don't know. Yeah, They're, you got it basically though. Just, yeah, just yeah, yeah it was. So I, you got the gist. Yeah, I think I think this year is going to be a unique year for college football. I think the people we typically see on top are not going to be on top this oh, year. Oh, I agree. Um, after the Bama game, you know they're not looking so sharp. You know, I think we might. I think we might see BYU win this one. Whoa! Yeah, that's that's Kendrick's bold prediction this week. Um, BYU a ten and a half point underdog as of today. Uh, they're gonna uh, they're gonna mo- win Monday the eleventh. Win, win by ten and a half points. I think. Wow, that would be yeah. That would therefore they would double their own cover. Yeah. So wow. Well, Kendrick, thank you for coming on. Um, we appreciate it. Here, I'll, I'll shake your hand no here problem. so you feel official. I'll, I'll shake your hand as well. Always a pleasure. Yeah, yes. no, well, may, maybe we could have a daily or a weekly Kendrick recap. Kendrick is not saying, no, please don't. But, um, but yeah, till, till next time, Kenny. Um, Kenny D. Rick, like we, yes. we, we like to call him that, Before. behind his back and in front of his face. So, um, yeah, BYU. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. BYU and the big win this week mm-hmm. over Arkansas. Ben, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm skeptical, but I hope that he's right. I I also hope Kendrick's right, yeah. but it's uh, um, it's more it's 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 a different feeling this year. It's not a concern about the defense. Yeah, with this game, to some extent, yes, because KJ Jefferson. Actually, was the highest rated quarterback of the, the Power Five quarterbacks this mm-hmm. past week, uh, according to PFF. Yeah, um, Keaton Slovis also cracks the list. I believe he was ten or fifteen or something like that. So um, had a good performance, but uh, that, that's going to be a very interesting game. Um, yeah. But I think it's more concern as a BYU fan as your running game and the offensive line. Versus last year, it was more can the defense make a stop? Yeah, um, and still, I think I think the defense being so 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 bad last year masked that the running game and offensive line wasn't very good last year. But we sort of just like threw that to the side. Yeah, because um, I'm I guess where is your like if you had to rank your should we let's I guess we'll just start there. Yeah, well, we'll start here having the first. Two weeks. We don't need to. I mean, uh, we don't need to recap what happened. If you want to know what happened, look it up. Yeah. But we can we can discuss our thoughts on it. Like, what is your concern level with offensive line and running backs? Yeah. Because I think those are like receiver, pass catchers, and quarterback. I'm not that worried. Yeah. And well, defense either. Well, um, I, I will recap. BYU played two inferior opponents. Mm-hmm. 
and struggled offensively, but yes. did struggle defensively. And didn't struggle offensively that much on Saturday in their second game, but was still not as crisp in some areas that yeah. that warrant continued concerns going into a Power 5 competition. Correct. It, it's it's ten straight P5 games. So it's yeah. it, essentially, to answer your question, it is the offensive line. Yeah. Which you have Kingsley Sua Mataia, yeah, who supposedly was a preseason All Big Twelve. I'm I'm pre, sorry. Preseason like potential first round, first or second if round. If you're pick. drafting him in the first round, you're making a massive mistake. Well, after these first couple of games, that he is. could turn it back on. I I'm I think I find myself most frustrated with the offensive line in running backs, obviously because they. Perform the worst, yeah. but also I'm sitting here going, why? There's no real reason. Like, you know what I mean? There's no reason for it to not be successful, except unless you want to say, well, there's new people, there's new faces, to which I'd respond, well, sorry, everybody's doing that. Um, yeah. You know, like, that's not really a valid. If this were to turn into losses, that's not, that doesn't become like a valid excuse to me. Um, you know well, what I mean? If this carries over, like I think the the first two weeks, I think like whatever, that's fine. But like now's the time where that crap needs to go away, or else it's gonna we're gonna suffer greatly. BYU's gonna suffer greatly because of that. My my like hope is mm-hmm. that maybe mentally we weren't quite there because oh these teams aren't as good. Yeah. Kind of deal. Like, maybe they'll step it up for Arkansas, for Kansas, Cincinnati, these next few games that come along. I want to wring their neck. You might be completely right. When will they stop doing this? Yeah. It's it's, It's insane. They keep doing it, and it's like, I feel like, and that's not a player thing. That's a coaching staff culture, in my opinion. And look, we're we're being pretty harsh for a 2-0 team right now. But I, I do think this is some like warranted concern going into um, ten straight Power Five games of just like <coughs> like we'll stop just stop taking teams for granted constantly because yeah. they do it all the time and, and it just drives me crazy. Stop it! And You've so, lost to too many of those teams and, to do this. And something that does kind of bother me, maybe this might come off as like inconsiderate or aggressive. But, for example, BYU, oh. BYU uh, in this past game against Southern Utah, the score was, I want to say, like 41-9 to or 34-9 to or something like that. And uh, or I, and I feel like uh, head coach Kalani lets off the gas where it's like perception matters. Like if BYU won like 41 to 23, like if Southern Utah gets another touchdown, that doesn't look good. Even though, even though at the end of the day, it depends. Like the win is all that really matters. But, and I know he's probably playing guys that don't get minutes or probably don't get snaps, whatever. But I sometimes wish, and, and look, and I get that. Like, like, especially if it's like a game that doesn't matter quite as much and you might want to take your starters out so they don't get injured, okay. But there's got to be some kind of balance between yeah. between 
okay, let's well, let guys play that maybe don't get to play as much or probably won't see the field the rest of the season, given there's no injury. But like, let's not lay off the gas. Like, let's be. We can still be okay, aggressive. I, I, think off, that's, I think that's. Like, 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 let's still be aggressive offensively. Yeah, like, let's so still. You, like, have to, you have to find the balance of not being obnoxious. Exactly. At the same time, I, I guess. But one count. Why does the perception matter? I guess is my question. I think it matters for rankings, first of all. But that's uh, not unless we're talking about them making the college football playoff. The perception of winning those games won't really matter. In the end, like, your record is going to matter more, and that's what you're going to be using to bring talent in. I, I, think. I agree. I don't think, I don't think someone's going to not come to BYU because we won 41-16 instead of 40-41-9. Fair. I think, I think that more correlates with college basketball than it does college football. I agree, especially because there's a metric. More metrics are used – in determining whether you have a postseason, whereas the the landscape of college football, it's like we're not really. Is this team a factor in the college football playoff? No. So as long as they get six wins, that's really that's really the be, that's really like the benchmark for a successful season this year, in the yeah. first year of the Big Twelve, right? I yes, I think it's it's well, it's more of a personal. Thing. One and then two, okay, yeah. Two, it's like okay, we have our starting quarterback, and this goes for any team. You have your starting quarterback, you have a pretty decent lead. Last couple of possessions, you throw in your backup quarterback, and then you just hand the ball off. Like, why are we putting in our backup quarterback if he's just yeah. going to hand the ball off? No, I, like, I, 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 I want, I want to see at least some throws. Like, get if like if, if that nothing else, we just want to see. Yeah, it's sort if, of a selfish thing. Exactly. But, like if yeah. get your quarterback some in-game reps that isn't just handing the ball off. Yeah. Or and to our again like our running backs are first second string running backs. So and our first string running backs need more carries. Exactly. They need to practice. Yeah. So and <laughs> one anyway, of them doesn't. But I, I could go on and on about yeah. this. Uh, as a BYU fan, yeah, it, it has been a little disappointing. But I'm hoping we actually yeah. get up for this week against Arkansas, and we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, uh, this this is more of a recap, recap. yeah, recap episode. So we'll talk. LJ Martin's good. LJ Martin is good. So, so like that's a positive. I wanted to point that out. Because I didn't want to just say all the running backs have been poor. Because they have One of them's been very good. And I think they're trying to um, – we don't have to keep going on this. But I think, like, I feel like they're really trying to get the older guys, like, we ideally want you to get this job, but you need to – You need to step it up. You need to step it up. But ideally we want our veteran guys being the number one and two backs – but, like, at some point, we can't – like, it feels like they're giving them every chance. Yeah. Whereas, like, they're like, we will play all Jay Martin over, you know, Deion Smith and Aiden Robbins. Like, we'd rather him be the third back as a true freshman in Power 5. We'd really rather do that. But we need you guys to step up. It's almost um, like – it's almost like the Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders situation at Ole Miss where Jackson Dart – doesn't have a bad year, but doesn't have a great year last year. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer Sanders comes in, and it's like, okay, now there's competition, like a hot shot competition. Granted, mm-hmm. Spencer Sanders isn't a, a, a freshman recruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, LJ Martin was a good lands for BYU. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we have this new recruit. We have this new guy that could take your position. 
what are you going to do about it? And Jackson Dark's like, okay, I'm going to step it up. And, 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 and that's what he's done. And, and he's played great. You know Lane Kiffin wanted Jackson Dart to win the job. Yeah. That's the ideal thing. We ideally want Aiden Robbins and Deion Smith to be our best running backs, right? Just because we can kind of preserve LJ Martin a little bit, ease him in slowly, but winning takes precedent. So if we can't do that and don't have that luxury, LJ Martin's going to get a majority of the carries. Yeah. And so – Anyway, I think we'll start to see that. We can go back to a national perspective. That was BYU recap. Let's go a little college football recap. And here's – I think it's safe to say we were wrong about a lot of things, Mm -hmm. Um, which is is fine because that happens. I was right about some things. You were right about some things. I don't think I was right about anything. Um, (laughs) So I'll I'll just just eat the – I'll just uh, bite the bullet here. Take take one take one in the face. Um, I, I, I think we'll start off with probably the biggest storyline that is Colorado is good. Yes, um, that wasn't even the one I was thinking of, but that is okay. And Texas is good. Yes, and Florida State is good. And Florida State's good. That's the third one. Florida State's third. Those are the three. Um, Texas being good is is a big development. It, it is pretty big development, but we'll we'll talk a little. Let's okay. let's go Colorado first. Okay. Then we'll go Texas. Then we'll go Florida okay. State because those are really the biggest things. Yeah. Because um, as far as uh, like Texas A and M had a pretty, I'm not gonna say bad loss, but wasn't great. Like inspiring. Yeah, it was just you know you're kind of meh about them. Well, I feel like it's just like we all knew this. Yeah, we all knew they're overrated, and yet because they have Jimbo Fisher, because they have recruits, but again, you're you're bad until you're proven good. Yeah. Okay, um, they were five and seven last year, and now they're one and one now. Um, mm-hmm. They're one loss being two. I think they'll be better. But they're the SEC West. That's going to be hard. But the SEC West. Okay, that's another take. The, the SEC, SEC States. Ooh, that, that they is... just keep losing to every to all the other conferences. Outside of Georgia, every I think all those teams are going to be worse than we thought. Okay, all right. Let's all right. Let's, well, okay. Sorry, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do Colorado. <laughs> well, that's my bad because I just start talking about Texas. <laughs> yeah, we'll go Colorado, Texas, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Which Texas and Florida State will kind of be a good segue into what you just said about the SEC. Can we mention uh, Alabama and Clemson and their and how they their slight fall from grace a little bit? Yeah, we we can as well. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll we'll get through this. We but but there's not much to say about Colorado. Uh, it's still early, but the overreaction is that they are good and that Shadir Sanders is good. Their offense is very good. Their defense is Pretty bad. I guess. I guess when we're talking about this, it's about perspective and context as to what team, like, what what are we constituting as like Colorado being good? Because Alabama being good, when we say Alabama is good, that means different than Colorado is good. So, like, okay. if we're saying that Colorado is good, what does that mean to you? To- does that my question make sense? All right. This is what I think other people. Take it as. Uh-huh. I think other people, when they think Colorado's good, Colorado has a very, like, we're talking top 10, potentially winning the Pac 12 title. Yeah. I that, that's what I think 
other media and other people are buying inf- that hype. I think informed people. I, I think it's a, I think it's a loud majority versus a silent minority. Or no, okay. no. I mean, a loud minority versus a silent majority. Yes, or quiet majority. I think I think it's reasonable to say, hey, they've got an explosive offense. Their defense isn't that great. They might sort of struggle in the trenches, but they're really good at their skill player positions, and they'll win seven or eight games. That that to me would be that's what I was going to say. That's a resounding eight, success. Eight, eight and four, eight and four is good. Massive. That's like, like that's like in my opinion, that was the ceiling. Absolutely, that might be above what I thought their ceiling was. And it's I, perspective. You know what I mean? It like, is perspective. I think. I think this kind of is going to go along with Texas as well. Um, I think TCU, clearly we knew they weren't going to be as good as they were last year. Yeah. I don't think they're good. No, they're not. Alabama, this might be like an eight-win season for Alabama. I still like think eight, it's a little better. Eight-nine-win season for Alabama. And, and so it's like – Yeah. So it, it's the perception – it's funny we're talking about perception. The perception of yeah, like but yeah, so, eight so win season see, is Bama's bad, correct? Right. Eight win season for Colorado, Virginia, BYU, yada 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 is good. Nebraska, it's just different. We're talking UCLA, about there's levels to this. You there, know? there is, and so so it we're we're defining good. Yeah. Um, I would say Colorado is good. <laughs> I think Colorado will lose to Utah. Um, oh, I you, think you. That is that is a matchup that is matchup hell for Colorado. Yeah, I think uh, it's um, also the last game of the season for them. So. Yes, and just like Utah was, they are they were made in a lab <laughs> to like to defeat a team like Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so you have and any of the Pac-12 teams. I, I think honestly, the biggest but, thing about Colorado, which we didn't expect, was that we all knew USC, Utah. Oregon, Washington were the top dogs. And, and Oregon State. And then and then Oregon State was slightly below. But I think we can now put Oregon State kind of up. DJU has looked great these yeah. first couple of games. Yeah. But to it be has fair, been against no one. Yeah. But, but I, I do think say, I do think I do think when we look at Clemson, we're kind of seeing, oh maybe maybe he's not the problem. Yeah. Maybe he's not the problem. Um so we'll just say that we can get to that later. But yeah. I just wanted to mention. But I think I think Oregon State is now closing that gap between them yeah, yeah, yeah. and those other four teams. And I, I think, think in that. And I think Colorado now is where Oregon State was. Can I throw another team in there? Go for it. I think Washington State's in there. Too. Washington State looks great against Wisconsin. Yeah. Which shocked me. Which which I think like I'm not going to overreact. In terms of the Wisconsin aspect about it, fire Luke Fickle. Yeah, it bring back Brett Bielema. <laughs> Run it back. Um, no, but like I think the pack, the Pac twelve is awesome. And I hate to say it, but yeah, it is. I hate well, to agree I mean, with we you. We don't need to. We they're not going to exist. I, like, I all know the teams could just win all their. Games I know, but it's not. still just fun to hate the Pac-12. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm just going to enjoy it. Always it, have it as a BYU fan and as a uh, grew up in the East Coast. Now I'm in the West, mm-hmm. and to see all these people that love the Pac-12, I hate seeing them. Right, as now a Big Twelve member, I hate seeing that. But and, you know, some of these teams are coming to Big Twelve. Did you see the ACC Big Ten Challenge Saturday night? 
USC Stanford, oh. the ACC Big Ten Challenge. <laughs> Anyways, I had to throw that joke in there. We're not going to talk about that game. But, uh, yeah, Caleb Williams, I just, like, I think you need a reminder sometimes. I was watching that game and was just like, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. <laughs> just so, so, so good. Generationally good. Just the plays he was making, you're like, holy crap. Who, you, who had USC played? Nevada? Stanford. Stanford? So the, hence the ACC. Oh, oh, oh. oh you're talking about Oh, okay. I, I'm thinking they played Nevada the week before. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, or they played San uh, – well, no, that was a different week. Just kidding. San Jose State week zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nevada week one. Week zero means to not exist. Anyway. I know. But anyway. Uh, he's really good. I, he he is good. Please please just just say just nod say oh yeah I, I agree and then we can move oh, on. Oh, no, he's just, good. I'm trying to save you. No, he's good. <laughs> okay, he's he's good. He's I I was wrong last uh-huh. year. Uh-huh. I was wrong last year. Just don't do it again. I just <laughs> I just <laughs> want to see a Caleb Williams against better competition. Which yeah. I, I which we'll see this year. Fair. Which we'll fair. see which we'll fair. see this year. Totally fair. Because as we yeah. said, Pac twelve is a lot better. Um, and not even like approve it. Like I also echo that statement of like I'm excited to watch Caleb Williams against good competition because that's just fun. Yeah, I, I just want to see if he can be consistent. Yeah, yeah. The I think he was great, last year. Against he has good he, he has a great. Uh, he was good last year against competition, but now like I've I feel that competition's better now. Yeah. And, and his is, and the expectation the fact the Pac-12 is better and, this and year. the expectation that he's set by being so good the bar has been raised, which is unfair. But that's sorry, that's just what happens. Yeah, yeah, and that's not that's not a that's not a knock. Yeah, you know, it's just that's how good he is. Exactly. Anyway, I, I, yeah, but I, I'll agree. Colorado Pac-12, we kind of hit on it. Oregon, I think, is they're pretty good. Yeah, they, Washington, they, I think, out of um the Pac-12. Um, let's just say, I mean, we had our predictions. Who are like, who do you think are the two best Pac-12 teams right now? Uh, after seeing them, yeah. I wouldn't say Utah, but they I haven't been without so. Cam Rising. Yeah. And Utah pulled out that win at Baylor. They, they should not have won that game. Yeah, that's that's the sort uh, of thing they and, just do. Though. And good teams do that. You know what I mean? Or I think, I think that, I don't think that, Speaks volumes about Utah as it did about, as it, much as it did about Baylor. I think it spoke volumes about both. I would say more more Baylor though for sure. sure. It was just sure. like Utah scores two touchdowns in the final couple of minutes. Sure, um, and yeah, they blew it. That, Baylor blew it, and there's like a, a controversial could have been PI call there at the it's end. Very obviously a PI. Yeah, um, but and so Utah could have is. gotten away with that game. Or anyway, uh, I wouldn't say Utah. Um, I don't think so either. I would probably say right now USC and Washington, just because just because they've played better competition, not that much better. You, you, Utah, really Utah has played the best competition out of everybody yeah. so far, and they're two and zero. Except they sort of maybe but, they did, but maybe they. <laughs> I mean, you Florida want, and Baylor might be really bad. I mean, better than like Portland State or like Nevada. Uh, and like, no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. you know, but they. You get my point. Yeah, they haven't been able to. I think they play Weber this upcoming week, so they'll have a chance to. 
Uh, if Cam Rising's available, I don't know if they'll let him play or whatever. I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's Weber State. Yeah. They, they should be able to win that pretty handily. Um, FCS school. So, yep. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on. To Texas. To Texas. Um, I think it's fair to say that so far, so far. They're so, back. So far, you, you've been right. Mm-hmm. And I have been a hater, and that's okay. It is okay. It is okay. I'm, you know, I, we like I, we like banter, and then being able. I'm just so happy we're getting to see these, yeah, these first couple weeks. You you've been more right than I have, and but I'm also I was I'm going out on the limb. I'm happy that I'm right because I need to be right, but also like, <laughs> but also just like, I think the things that I've been right about are like good for the product of college football. It is good for college football. I'm not one of those Texas needs to be good for college football. I do think we need someone else, anyone else, to start entering this category. And I think USC's done that the last couple of years. I think Florida State's doing that this year. But I think even more so than Florida State, I think Texas is doing that. Hardcore. I'll also add Notre Dame to that. Notre Dame. Yeah, I, because I think this is – I think this is <coughs> This is quietly a better Notre Dame team than there's been in a while, including the ones that have gone to the playoff. I think this is closer to the one that made the national championship game. Sam Hartman's Hartman's been the best quarterback at Notre Dame in a very long time. Um, And I I think Quinn Ewers as well for Texas. Yes. (coughs) Crazy how that works. Having an elite quarterback. And I think that's what helps with the portal is that like – you get a guy who is like either elite at a lower level. I mean, Wake isn't that low, but you get my point. Or compared to another day, or they yeah. don't get beat out at a at the highest of high levels at Ohio State, like Quinn Ewers, and then they get to transfer. And Joe Burrow did the same thing, and then they transfer to one of these other places that is a very good program, but not elite, 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 and then just like puts them up in there. Yeah, and I think that's good. It's good for the sport that Texas is really freaking good, and that they beat Bama, and that they're obvious they're obviously better than Bama. Like there was yeah. no doubt they were just the best. They looked like I feel like I've watched that game a million times where Texas was Bama and Bama was Texas. Yeah, you know, like I've seen that movie a million times. I think you Quinn Ewers is awesome. Yeah, I think you. I, I nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I need to toot my own horn. He was my Heisman pick, remember? Yeah, but that's like saying the sky is blue. Like I, I don't know if I don't know if it was a for sure thing that Queen Yours was awesome. I mean, but well, you knew, well, but, 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 but you knew he was good. I knew he was good. I guess my, I, my my reservation was he was good. He got injured. How much will that injury affect him? Okay. Kind of deal. Okay. I think that was like, I think that was like. Well, I'll give you half credit and the other half credit. Can, can, I, get, can I get credit? My, my, more of my credit is that like, I think he's in that Drake May, Caleb Williams. He's in that. He still has to prove that, but I, I think the early returns on that are okay. good. All right. So let me, okay. I'll give you that. You can toot your own horn. Okay. Thank toot, you. Toot, toot. Just toot, toot. It's been tooted. Hold up. Let him cook. <laughs> Hold up, let him cook. Hold up, let me cook. Okay. And you did pick him as your Heisman, so I did. And, and so far, championship game. 
And, and Against, we don't need to talk about who I had them losing to in the national championship game. That's not important. That's another thing we've been very wrong yes. about. Yes. But yeah. let, let me let me kind of take the wind out of your sail here. Okay. And the and it also is me admitting how wrong I was. But is <laughs> is Alabama just not as like bad Alabama eight nine win game? win season the only reason why they might win more is because like i like i said earlier today and now i'm thinking about it and you're like hold on dude like hold your horses the sec west lsu hasn't looked great i mean auburn doesn't really look all that great did they beat cal they did like, but like yeah, close yeah i mean a and m might be fine but yeah well, i mean anyway, a and m yeah, A and M doesn't look fantastic. I mean, Arkansas looks pretty good against again. Oh, another just to give the SEC some credit. I think Ole Miss is good. Ole Miss. I think they're they're very good. Uh, Tennessee kind I of don't think they are. T- Tennessee had like a like they ended up beating whoever they were playing like Austin Joel, P. Austin P. Like an even worse team, Virginia. I mean, it was very close a majority of the game, and then Tennessee kind of like. Just pulled it out, but Joe Milton's not. It's not good. I, he, uh, he's just Anthony Richardson, like a worse version of him. I feel like. Yeah, he's 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 Anthony Richardson, but like minus those elite, like elite athleticism. I was talking to our buddy Carter from Carter Cast, and he described that. He nailed it on the head because I made the Anthony Richardson comparison. He's like, yeah, but he just doesn't have that. Like, like he's not gonna run. Yeah, you know, he's got the arm. Like the rocket arm, which I, I think he's one of those guys who's designed to be a better pro prospect than he is college football player production. It, it's like Will Levis, yeah, like Josh Allen. Uh, Josh, yeah. can I just say, Josh Allen ruins college football for quarterbacks? Is it fair to say? Because Josh- right now we we validated the. He's bad at quarterback, but he's got a strong arm thing. It's yeah, it's the yes. Like, well, okay. To be fair, Josh Allen wasn't like a bad quarterback, but he wasn't like a but, top five pick. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because I'm reading Moneyball right now, the you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the baseball book, which basically tells you to not get guys like that. Which basically <laughs> is like, look, because baseball for seventies, eighties, nineties, up until you know the late nineties, early two thousands, where it they wouldn't really look at the stats. They just look. Well, it doesn't matter that he strikes out. Uh, he's got like every swing. yeah every other bat, and he only hits like two twenty. But but he's got he's got like he's got it. He's got it. He's got. And we'll fix him exactly. We'll, we'll fix, fix him. Yeah, and so yeah. So then you have Josh Allen, and, and, and to be fair, and it worked. And, and, and it worked. <laughs> it worked every so often in baseball. Yeah. And, and but, but Moneyball proved that, like, look, just get guys that get on base, that uh, throw strikes and strike people out. Or, yeah. you know, actually fielding is Better not – like a positive yeah. out there, you know. Exactly. Fielding's not as big of a deal. You can sign a guy for way less money yeah. who might be not as good as a fielder, but you need someone that can get on base and hit whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same idea. Josh Allen, again, didn't have all these great, mm-hmm. like, stats or whatever. Came from Wyoming. And now it's like, and he's fantastic, and, and he's great. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys, and which that's is okay. Bad. <laughs> which is bad for college football because now we're like Will Levis foaming at the mouth. But actually, I but, will say, I will say, one I, of our guy, one of our 
someone near and dear of our heart is a prime example of someone trying to copy that. Uh, Zach Wilson. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, he did dominate lower competition. At, you know at least, I mean. at least he had the at least they had the numbers, but and, and yeah, that's yeah, a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah, we don't need that, to get that's, that. That's a whole different thing. But now it's like, uh, actually, I will say though, at least Will Levis, at least other NFL teams kind of notice that and then take him like first round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, so Will Levis. Now it's. Uh, I, I think Anthony Richardson. Although, and he had a pretty good game yesterday. I think he's um, actually going to be. He could be pretty good. Yeah, but he, he wasn't, yeah. wasn't great in college. Yeah, wasn't great. In college. Which, which, and Joe Milton. I feel like it's the same vibes. Also, but but what one thing I will say in regards to the Anthony Richardson thing is someone brought up a great point. Should we actually be praising his holy name for what he was able to do at that trash program with that horrible coaching staff? And I think that's a fair thing to bring. I I don't know. Did did we pod before week one and after I went to the Florida Utah game? Um, and where I talked about I'm this, I'm not sure. That that was the and like there there's some they're incompetent. The Florida coaching lost Florida the game. Well, yeah. if those things had the Florida against Utah, whether if those changes are fixed, does Florida win the game? I'm not gonna say yeah they do, but they definitely they definitely do not give their players a chance. No, they literally had eight guys on the field uh, when Utah's field goal unit came out. Yeah. Um, they had they had eight, <laughs> eight. I it, it, it's mind boggling. So, um, but I mean Graham Mertz. Matt Game threw for like 333 yards. Like he actually yeah. kind of had a decent game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the coach – but yeah, coaching – anyway. I that's guess, I guess my point is is that I think Bama's going to do better than um, than we think. I think they're a 9-10 win team. Um, I just think the entire SEC is not as good. So I think them getting to that mark is not as hard as it was before. All right, I agree. I still think like if it comes down to like – a Nick Saban team against like a not quite as good Texas A&M team and not quite as good Ole Miss team. They're not Ole Miss. Ole Miss, that's unfair. But you know my point. Yeah. I still think, heck, I think they're a better team than LSU. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I think. And Ole Miss had a great win last week against yeah. Tulane. Like yeah. Tulane, Tulane had the chance. Yeah, yeah. Tulane had a chance. I think, I think LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama. I think they're in that. Eight to ten win range, and I think I feel more confident Alabama will be at the top of that range than I do LSU. Yeah, I I I can agree with that. LSU I think, might be fourth in the class. I can I can get behind that. Um, anyway, but Texas winning this game, especially, I'm calling it now. The Red River rivalry game will be the best game of the year. It could be awesome. Yeah, because I think Oklahoma. No one's talking about them. No one's talking about them. You are such a Dylan Gabriel hater. You're such a Dylan Gabriel hater. He's legit. He's legit. I think. I think. He's fine. I think. I think Texas. That is, and that is, and that game especially is very much um, less pressure. Oklahoma. They have nothing to lose. Versus Texas is there's gonna be more pressure. 
on that. Like, I feel like that's a game Oklahoma can very well win. Yeah, they, I agree. Like, I don't think it's – I think – is Texas the better team? Probably. As of right now. So. As of right now, at least. But that game, that first week in October, is going to be awesome. That's going to be game of the year. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm calling it now. These past – there's been a few, even, like, the really exciting ones – I I remember when I think Oklahoma scored like a a rushing touchdown in the final seconds of the game when they're trying to like get a last second field goal attempt. I mean that was exciting because it was like high scoring, but I think it's gonna be a great game. It's gonna be so much. It's gonna be great. I think they might be the only team that can really compete. Well, that's that's and we could see a rematch in the Big Twelve Championship. I think we probably will because. I mean, we there are other teams because those alternatives just seem very. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, <clears throat> Kansas State seems like the main one. Kansas State. I mean, Oklahoma State doesn't look too bad so far. They're not that. They're not that level. Right? Uh, they're like a six to eight. They're like BYU level. Yeah, I think Baylor stinks. Texas Tech isn't. Texas. Tech. That was a. I mean, Wyoming actually might be pretty good. What a horrendous backdoor cover. <laughs> oh, that Oregon Texas Tech game. Yes, um, that was terrible. That was uh brutal. Um, but you know what I mean. I guess my point is those mid tier Big Twelve teams might not be as the, the, the gap is becoming bigger between Texas and Oklahoma. I just thought of something. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say. Just say it. It's just that I, Kansas. I think like Texas. I think Oklahoma is right after them. I think Kansas State's behind them, but probably in the mix. And I think you got to put Kansas in that group too, based off what we've seen. Yeah, I mean, based off what we've seen for sure, Kansas almost has almost by default, just because of other teams shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, you have to assume Kansas is better than Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU. And I think, and I think that's I think okay. That's I, and I think they I, have to keep that up. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think it's fair to throw that then in that conversation. Yeah, I think the biggest question mark with Kansas is. Well, well, Daniels has to stay healthy. Yeah. If he doesn't, if something, if he doesn't stay healthy, I don't. Quinn Ewers needs to stay healthy. Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, But Dylan Gabriel needs to stay. You know what I mean? I think we could play that game with everyone. Yeah, but but there's a history. You take well, you take Quinn Ewers out of the equation. He's putting Arch Manning, and then you take Quinn Ewers out of the equation for Texas. Yeah, I don't think it's as detrimental as. Like Daniels mm-hmm. is Kansas. Bean is fine. I don't think Quinn Ewers is all of Texas. He's I a agree. big part. Yeah, Daniels is all of Kansas. the receivers are great. They're, they're they're great in the trenches. Like yeah, I agree. Yeah. So so it's like yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I think I think I think Oklahoma is better. Um, but I would probably I, I would also I would also agree Dylan Dylan Gabriel if he's taken out of the equation. Not quite as bad as Kansas, but they're not going to be able to keep up. Yeah, uh, and then so I think they might not be able to keep up anyway. Uh, but um, also they have a shot. Also, I feel like just consistency, and that's obvious. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like the biggest one though is Kansas. People, people are going to get very hype. People, whether it's media, whether it's players, coaches need to keep Kansas grounded because. Mm-hmm. Kansas does their best when the spotlight is not on them. Yeah. 
And they need to be able to beat Baylor, Texas Tech, Houston. I don't know if they play. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they play those teams. Those teams. Do I do? Like, um, I, I would that's probably a little feel... harder of a game than those other ones are. But Kansas needs to beat BYU at home. If you're if, as good, if, if they're as good as I'm saying they are, if they're they top three, that. top four in Big Twelve, yeah, they, they, they would that. have to be BYU. They do that for sure. And as a BYU fan, I'm trying to be optimistic. And I've always said, oh, well, I, don't think, I, still... I don't think it's a lost cause of yeah. BYU winning. But if Kansas is who we think, who I think they are, they need to win. Them. Well, my image of Kansas is changing. Yeah. Right. And it I has still, to, I, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I exactly. So, so okay. So that's a little bit about Texas. Well, we've already kind of touched on this, but LSU, dude, what happened? And I think it might just be they might not have been that good to begin with. Might have been that, or Florida State just must be really good. I think Florida State's really good. Maybe it's a bit of both. I think it's both. I don't think LSU's bad, but I think it's like, like Brian Kelly said after the game, we aren't who we thought we were. Yeah. Obviously, and I think that means we, we and they thought national championship contender, at least in the conversation. I think they're really nine wins, nine and three. And and in theory, they could. Turn, I don't think. I just they don't could think, turn around. I don't think. Yeah, they could. I think Daniels might not be at that guy that we thought. He yeah, was. and. Which maybe, makes maybe, sense in my mind. The, the yeah, last, you know, he had a stretch of like four games last year where he was probably the best quarterback in college football. Yeah, yeah and he'll probably do that. Second, uh, I in Hooker, Hendon Hooker, and Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, kind, kind of were the top two. You know, what I mean. but like, there's yeah, a stretch. There's a stretch few games where you're like, oh, well, he's great. Yeah, like Jane Daniels might be mm-hmm. now in that mix and too. Then he's like, he's not bad. It's just like he's sometimes fine, sometimes great. Um. I think, yeah, that's what I think. I just think Daniels isn't that – he's not, like, that elite-level quarterback, and I think that holds them back from being an elite-level team. Yeah. And – Bama – oh, do, do you have – I'll continue. I, I was Sorry, just going to say – I'm not trying to cut off from that topic. God, you need to cut me off. Yeah. Um, I just think – man, and I really hate to say it, but I was so dang wrong about Florida State. I think they're really good. And I think, honestly, it's going – they didn't look great this past week, but North Carolina also looks pretty good. I think they're – right now they're they're the second best team in the ACC. They're better than Clemson. Yeah. North Carolina's better than Clemson. Clemson stinks. Uh, <laughs> I also thought NC State – this is kind of transitioning from LSU and SEC West to now ACC – I thought NC State would be better, uh-huh. or at least put up more of a fight against Notre Dame. Grant, oh, whatever. There's Notre Dame. Yeah. I think it's better than we initially thought. Also, there's like weather delay. It's also there's some new pieces. I think NC State will still be somewhat in the mix, um, but I think every other team, whether it's UVA, which man, I should let's not. Well, <laughs> they. <laughs> Well, okay. Like, whether it's UVA, Boston College, Georgia Tech, these Virginia teams. Tech. Well, can I throw Virginia Tech in there? Vir- Virginia Tech, I, I – did, did they, they didn't beat Purdue, they right? They lost to Purdue. They, they lost to Purdue. If you lose to Purdue, you got to be thrown in that group. But they looked pretty decent against Old Dominion, which I wasn't really expecting, to be honest. 
No, I, like, no, I, I, agree. I don't think Abel would want. I agree. It's just a hilarious bar. It's like a hilarious standard. Like they look, well, they, they look they've, pretty good against the FCF, the, the barely FBS team. Well, You're right. That is the bar. Well, that is the bar. Ultimately, beat them last year. Yes. So yes, the ACC stinks. We all know this. Um, uh, Except North Carolina, I think is better than we thought, and I think kind of similar. Duke's got to be in that category. Duke is up there. Duke. Duke and UNC awesome. is going to be a fun game. Yeah, I um, also think. Um, just similarly to LSU, kind of going back to the SEC, I was really high in South Carolina and Spencer Rattler. They stink. Not anymore. No. Like, it, it took me that one game, and I was like, hmm. I was sort of with you. It, it's time to, you know. It's I was like, like, well, I was like, finally like South Carolina. Like, South Carolina finally got together the final yeah. few games of the season. Yeah. But you, you date a new girl, year. You date a girl, and it's like, it's not going well. She doesn't really do it for you. And then just for like a week, she does it for you, right? You know, she's like, it's like, it's like, this is like, she's reciprocating all this interest and like things that were jiving. And then there's a break. And then you get together. And she and you goes back that, to her what, old self. Her old self. That is like, I've been, we've been tricked too many times by Spencer Rattler. And I'm done. <laughs> I'm also done. I'm done. He's okay. But he's not good. Um, like I'm done. I don't. Think, I, I do think North Carolina's Spencer defense Waller, has improved, but Appalachian State still put up some points. Yeah. So it's like, all right, if Appalachian State can put up some points, yeah. South Carolina has to. I also. guess. I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm breaking up with Spencer Rattler for good this time. Yeah, as we're, not, sure. we're not getting back together. He's toxic for you. He is. A, and, and he's I'm toxic awesome. for me. Yeah. He's very toxic for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, and, I put my heart and soul into him. Okay. <laughs> and into the Gamecocks. And, and NC State. And Duke, I think they are just sort of like, I don't know if that, how much. I'm sort of in wait and see. I'm very confident and think they're very good. But, like, I think it might be. They deserve their flowers. Like, I think they're obviously like a nine-win team, especially in the ACC. But I sort of think at the same time. You've got to think, wow, Clemson's like a six, seven win team. Um, and also, NC State, I'll just quickly say this. I just think we were going into the assumption or had like the, ooh, it'll be, it'll be his last year. It'll be him and Robert and I in our last year in Virginia together. When we're forgetting like they don't have the receivers that have been running that system for years. Wow. Like the receivers at NC State aren't. What he had at Virginia, um, and I think people offensive line. People, too. I think casual college football fans, and maybe even like more hardcore yeah. college football fans, forget how good those wide receivers at UVA were. They were so good, and they also forgot because they're so bad last year for some strange reason. Uh, new coordinator, new coach. I, I think Tony, yeah. Tony Elliott's the answer, though. So just keep your faith in him, Ben. He's the answer. Ben chooses not to respond um, to me. Al- Alabama. <laughs> I, I do. I do want to hit this with Alabama. Yeah, you were saying something before. We before. Um, with Alabama, I think the biggest issue is that, like, specifically on offense, I just think that just, like, everything in terms – this sounds lame, but, like, everything in quality has dropped off a little. Like, I thought Jalen Milrow was pretty good. Like, I don't think he was bad. I think he's probably their best quarterback option. Um, but the offensive line isn't at Alabama standard. Their running back, McClellan, not at the standard of previous running backs. Yeah. They don't have that those game-changing wide receivers. They don't have any of them. 
Jermaine Burton from Georgia a couple of years ago, he's pretty good, but like he's not like he's not changing a game. You have Kevin Steele, defensive coordinator, who's eh. You have Tommy Reese at OC, which eh. That's just uninspiring. They're just uninspiring. I still think they're very good because they've got high talent level, but it's not at Bama level. That, I just wanted to make that point with Bama that's not just they don't have a great quarterback. Because I don't think I don't think it's that. And I think Clemson, I think Clemson and Bama specifically, they're not as good. Not because their quarterbacks aren't as good, though I think that might also be true. I think it's primarily that they don't have the wide receivers and running backs of the quality that they had before when they were elite. I'm also not a fan of either of their offensive coordinators. Like you said, Tommy no. Reese. All right. where, where was Tommy Reese before? Where was he no at? No name. Yeah. He's I, always been there. No, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know he played for them. Yeah. But, I That's mean, where he came from last he, year. But, like, even, okay, so Tommy Reese being at Notre Dame, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Like, was fine. their offense, like, no? I think they might be better without him. We're better without them, but they also have Sam Hartman now. So it's like, yes, that's but, so unfair. But yeah, but it's just like, yeah, the, it, you you never thought, even when Tommy Reese was a quarterback, you didn't. You he wasn't the answer. You never thought. <laughs> yeah. You never thought Notre yeah, Dame was this high-powered offense. And so Garrett Riley, though, I want to say, I don't know. Did you see Dabo's comments? No, I didn't. Well, well, it's a, well he's uh, well, he's out here, uh, you know. Oh, shucks. He should run the Clemson offense. It's like, no, you brought a new guy to not run the Clemson offense. Yeah. Clemson offense is the problem. Yeah. Well, why isn't the Clemson offense working? Because you don't have two of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL currently on your team. Yeah. So, um, that and the weapons. Anyway, I think that was more than sufficient I think we nailed college football as a whole. I'm the trying, entire landscape. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I really don't think so. Just uh, we'll we'll do our picks later this week. Yeah. Um, we're me and Ben were talking. We we're hoping to do some kind of NFL episode or recap or hmm. review. And but you, you guys talking about college sports? You guys talking about college football? And there's just no time. So. Well, we'll probably do something at some point, whether it's part of an episode, maybe a full episode. Yeah. Um, but college, it's just I, and the NFL is great, and there's so yeah. many storylines and so many things we could talk about. But at least for me, college football is just it's a novella, it's I, a it's a Spanish opera, it's a sitcom, it's it's a rom com, it's a Drama, thriller. There's just so much. Going I do. On. I do think it's sort of redeeming itself because it was. I was getting sort of cold towards it lately. I'm sure you could sense that, and it was just the lack of parity was starting to get. To well, it's like okay, I think things have opened back up. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan. Well, it's just fine that those teams are good, but Clemson even. But now you have like, like you said. Texas could be in the mix now. Dame, yeah. Ohio State might not be quite as good. We didn't really touch on the Big Ten, uh, but I don't think there's, there's anything crazy. Um, except it's status quo there. Yeah, except Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State are all really good. Yeah, except uh, Wisconsin. I was really hoping Wisconsin would be a little yeah. better, but maybe that's yeah. just like Washington State is a lot better than we thought. Anyway, I think it's both. Might be a little both, but we'll, we might have gotten too excited. 
Of course, but why not, yeah. right? Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, it, it, there's just like uh, Penn State's now making yeah, yeah. a case as of right now. Yep. Um, USC has always kind of, but they haven't been able to ma- get over that hump. And it seems like this year they might be able to get over that hump. Go, to the college, football, go to the college football playoffs. If they don't, we'll get – Oregon's always kind of been relevant, but yeah. again, they haven't been over that hump in the few like, a while, like ten since years Mariota. since Mariota. Yeah. It, could Washington now take that? Maybe even you, maybe even Utah. You could. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. But it's they could. I think yeah. Uh, SEC's kind of dropping a little bit. ACC's kind of dropping a little bit. Big Ten casting with that. Pac twelve making the run. Like the, the middle of it is a little not as good, but the best team in the Big Twelve is better than most thought. Yeah, they've so, got a legit national championship contender there. So, all right, perfect. Um, but yeah, this was super great. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode, and until uh, next time. Yep, let's do it. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.